they also are a huge part of the liberty community and liberty ideas, and they advocate for change through uh, liberty and individual rights. Um, and they also are very, very, very cryptocurrency friendly. So if you are really into uh, some of these other types of cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin, some of the other coins out there, uh, these guys accept it. So um, jump on over there. Check out what kind of coffee they got. They I'm looking at their store right now. They also have t-shirts, mugs, and a, and a bunch of other stuff. So jump on over to anarchocoffee.com and check them out. You can use Noisemaker 10 to get 10% off your order, your first order uh, right now. So go ahead and jump over there, check out what they got, grab some coffee, use the promo code Noisemaker10, and just get yourself some a great coffee. Like I said, I've, I've got the Rothbard Roast. So far, that's the one I recommend. It's great stuff. So jump over there, Noisemaker 10, 10% off your first order, and get some coffee. We all drink it, and we all would rather prefer the government stay out of our business. So jump over there grab it. Let's get into the show. Warning, this podcast may contain explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Noisemaker Podcast, where we interview bands that you may have never found anywhere else. We are your number one spot for discovering all new music. Get to know artists, understand what drives them, and hear from some of their top tracks. Join me, your host, Rocky Ferenberg, as we give rise to the underground world of music and set out to do what so many others have failed to, be a staple for the independent musician. Now, let's make some noise. Thank 
Welcome back. This is episode 59 of the Noisemaker Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you're returning, then thank you. If you like what we're doing here, please like, subscribe, and rate us with a five-star review. Please do five-star review because it really helps other people be able to find this podcast, other music lovers, other people that like podcasts. Stop by iTunes, rate us five stars, and leave a review if you want to. You don't even have to talk. You don't even have to write anything. Just rate us five stars. Do it now. Pause the show. Go do it. Also, if you want to support us, there's a bunch of different ways you can do so. You can support us directly by going over to our Patreon, which is in the show notes, and donating a dollar per episode. dollar per episode. That's four bucks a month. That's nothing. Or you can go ahead and jump over there and click on one of the affiliate accounts, uh, one of the Amazon or one of the uh, eBay. Just click on it. Go shopping like you normally would. Doesn't cost you a dime, but yet we get a little bit of a kickback in order for, you know, referring you over there. So click on one of the affiliate links if you ain't got the extra cash to donate. If you've got four bucks a month, stop over on the Patreon and go ahead and subscribe. I would appreciate it very, very much. We're on all your favorite streaming platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoisemakerPod. This is the Noisemaker Podcast, where we help you with that horrible problem that we all face, where to find new and original music. Now, let's get into the show. I'm here with Jennifer from Ignescent. How you doing, Jennifer? Good, how are you? Oh, doing pretty good, like I was telling you before the show started. Just got done, uh, just got back, uh, well, we played a show this weekend down in Salt Lake, my band did, and that it was a crazy night, because of course, you know, being the being the only one that uh, stays sober and stuff, I get to be the DD, so we get a, oh. I got to drive, you know, after you play the show, I, you know, you got to get to drive three hours back, and then, of course, since I don't smoke or anything, we got to stop for smoke breaks and all that sort of good fun stuff, so yeah, I, I didn't wind up getting back until about six, seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Holy cow, that's a long day. <laughs> then, then, then Father's Day. So you know, I get a, I get to get up and uh, do Father's Day, and uh, you know, dead tired. So you know, usually yeah. I stay up super late because I work nights. And last night, I think it was like ten o'clock, and I was like, yeah, I'm ready for bed. So <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Wow. <laughs> so the way I kind of like to kick these off is, um, I kind of like to get to know who's in the band, and uh, and a lot of times uh, members of the band. Especially in like you know, independent underground or kind of these bands that are trying to have a startup themselves, uh, everybody kind of wears a different hat in the band, or usually one person wears all the hats. But I kind of like to see kind of behind the scenes who who does what. So mind telling us who is in who is in Ignescent, what instrument they play, and what if anything do they do for the band? Okay, yeah. Um, well, uh, Dev Miguel Elion is the lead guitarist in Ignescent. Uh, Joey Sepulveda is the rhythm guitarist, and he also does screams. Um, 
Ian Sebastian is the bass guitarist and Chris Calix is the drummer. And then um, I'm, well, Jennifer Benson, I'm the lead vocalist. And um, so we all write the songs together. Um, and I'm the one who usually writes the, the lyrics for the songs. Um, and then I book the band currently and, um, and just help manage it and help promote it as well. And then, um, and then like the, um, bass guitarist, he promotes a lot, um, and helps promote the band, um, as well as, as the others. So that's kind of all what we do. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so how about the formation? How did, uh, how did everybody wind up finding one another? Uh, well, honestly, I, um, I found Dev on band mix. I just, um, contacted him and he came in for an audition and then Joey, I found on Craigslist and he <laughs> came in for an audition too. And, um, so they came in and, um, Joey's like, Hey, well, I, I have a friend who was a drummer, you know, he's a great drummer and he liked to audition. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And then, um, Joey also, um, was friends with Ian. And so he's like, you know, who's interested in auditioning too? I'm like, sure. Why not? And, um, so they all came in and we just kind of clicked. So it worked out from there. <laughs> That's always nice. And, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's a gamble, uh, trying to find band band members online. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's really like a, a roll of the dice. So if you, if you lucked out kind of bam, 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 back to back to back, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge miracle, honestly, because <laughs> you, like, you never know what's going to happen, but these guys just worked out perfectly. So yeah, we just, Thankful for that. <laughs> awesome. Well, wh where did the uh, band name come from? Because when I first saw it, it took me a minute to kind of gra grapple with what with the pronunciation. But once I heard Ignes, and I was like, okay, so I've heard that that word before. But you know, once again, it's one of those things like where you've heard the word, then you see it, and you kind of have to make the, the the mental connection. So where <laughs> where did the uh, where did the name come from? Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about it for a long time, and. Um, I just I couldn't find the right name. And so I started looking through the dictionary, honestly, and I got through <laughs> the eyes. I know it sounds crazy, but I was struggling for a long time. And I just wanted the perfect name. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I looked through the eyes and I saw Ignace and I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. And I saw it means to ignite and to spark. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just awesome because we just want to ignite people's hearts on fire with music. And so it was just like the perfect word, the perfect fit. And so that's kind of where it came from. Nice. Well, the song we heard at the top of the show was called Into the Night. You want to kind of give us a rundown on what Into the Night is about? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? It's about people um, who are struggling and, um, and just, you know, whether it be anxiety, whether it be depression, um, whether it be addiction, whatever it may be, um, but just people who are hurt and struggling and don't know um, where to go or, or what to do. And um, so there's lyrics in there and it says, I was lost, but now I see you unblinded me. Um, so it's, it's honestly, it's lyrics that, um, that are talking um, to God, just saying, you know, um, God help me through this. And um, so we're just, we're just a band who want to um, 
just encourage others with a positive message. And, um, and so that's, that's what it's about. And um, we've, we were so excited. We got to work with Cameron Pierce Mizell and he produced this song for us. He's worked with Memphis Mayfire and he's worked with Sleeping with Siren. Um, so we're just honored to be able to, to work with him. Um, so yeah, so that's what the song is about. And, and we got to work with him and it was just released a few months ago. Um, it's now on, um, I think it's number 10 on uh, christianrock.net and it's been played on other um non-Christian radio stations as well. And so we're super excited about it. We're actually going to be doing a music video for it in August. So that should be out in September. So Nice. Well, the next song we're going to hear is called Calling Out to You. That's kind of do the same thing. Kind of give us a, a, a breakdown on what that's about. Okay. Yeah, um, that song was actually co-written with Ben Kasica of Skillet. Nice. So yeah, we're honored to um, to be able to do that because I'm a huge fan of Skillet. <laughs> um, so that was awesome, and we got to um, record that in um, with Travis Wyrick in um, Tennessee, and he's worked with uh, Disciple Pod ten years, um, Rally Parton actually too. But <laughs> it was cool <laughs> to work with him and. Um, that song was actually about a time in my life where I was going through a divorce and I had a child and, um, or I still have a child, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you didn't lose them anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and so it's just, a, um, a cry out, um, a cry out to God, just, um, and just a general cry out, uh, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm struggling with this and, um, I'm calling out to you for help. And so that, that's what I'm um, calling out to you is it says, I'm calling out to you in the middle of the night. I don't know what to do. I'm torn up inside. So it was just a time in my life where I was so lost, so torn up, and I didn't know what to do. And so that's where the song came from. Great. Well, this is going to be Ignescent calling out to you.
to do I'm torn up inside Cause I'm calling out to you Welcome back. I'm here, still here. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but uh, I'm still here with Jennifer from Agnesson. How are you doing, Jennifer? Good. All right, good. good. Glad. I had to make sure that you were actually here now, now with all the uh, hiccups during, <laughs> during the break. <laughs> uh, so let's jump into this next set of questions. Um, so your, your first single landed in the top 30 on Christian Billboard rock charts. Uh, many of your influences are Christian bands and artists yeah. and just heard you mention God in the last uh, section. Um, mm. You know, and the fact that you guys are also the ambassadors for the Holt uh, International or for Holt International, which is a faith based humanitarian organization and adoption mm. agency. Um, I also know bands like Flyleaf who are major influences on you, but they don't necessarily claim the mantle of being a, a Christian band. But um, is this is this something that that you guys kind of veer away from or do you guys kind of, you know, embrace that uh, that Christian band kind of I, everybody hates the term label. But for the mm-hmm. sake of uh, for the sake of a thesaurus, we'll use uh, use that. Do you guys kind of embrace the Christian band label or do you guys kind of, you know, veer away from it? We're Christians, but we don't necessarily use the label. Yeah, oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I don't mind being called a Christian band, to be honest, because, I mean, that's what our lyrics are about. Um, yeah, a lot of it, you know, and, and we're just trying to get out there and just um, convey a message of hope and um, and just um, to encourage others. And, you know, our, our lyrics are also just about experiences we've had. And, and we're just trying to be, you know, authentic with, you know, we're not, we're not perfect people, obviously we struggle, you know, but we do have this belief and, you know, and we're not shy about it and we're not going to shy away from what we're about. And, um, and so that's kind of how we look at it. And, um, um, but yeah, yeah, I guess that's kind of how we, how we look at it. And yeah, we're definitely influenced by Flyleaf, um, Lacey Sturm, love her and, yeah. you know, I love bands like Skillet and Red and, um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what we, what we, what we think. Being a, being a, a Christian band or whatnot, do you guys, do you tend to think that it could, it could have negative effects, something more like a becoming pigeonholed or something along those lines or, or, or does that, or does that not really matter to you? It doesn't really matter. We, we like to create music. We're going to create it whether or not, you know, where we're seeing in that, uh, 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 maybe a negative light to somebody else, uh, or what? Yeah. Well, you know what, at the beginning, 
I was kind of wondering because I've heard people say that um, and I, I was a little concerned, but then I decided, you know what, you know, we're just going to be who we are. And, um, and it's been interesting because we've been booked in this year as well. We're booked at Rockfest. Um, which is not a Christian fest. I mean, like Megadeth, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Megadeth students and all um, Rob Zombie, like they've played there and are playing there. Um, and we've played with like Eve Six. We've played with Saliva. Um, we've played um, just with like um, a bunch of a bunch of different people. We just play with Stitched Up Heart yep. as well, Kaleido. So, you know what? It really hasn't pigeonholed us it like um we you know we still play at christian fest and and stuff like that too of course um but honestly we've had opportunities to play in both kinds of arenas just like skillet and just like striper and just like flyleaf um so it really i feel like it hasn't pigeonholed us and i feel like opportunities keep opening up for us and i'm excited because i wanna you know i wanna play at christian fest and i wanna play at non-Christian fest. We both do. We love doing both. We love to meet um, people of all kinds of beliefs, um, you know, no matter what, what they believe, you know, um, and we love it. We just, and we just love um, just being out there and, um, and doing it. So, so far we feel like um, it hasn't, you know, and we, we hope it, it won't <laughs> in the future, but <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited and what um, are the opportunities we've had in the past. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. And we, you know, and we would love to just keep doing what we've been doing and hopefully growing and um, you know, like skillet, they play with breaking Benjamin and all that. I mean, that's um, and they're, you know, and they're not shy about being a Christian band. So, no. Um, so yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like it hasn't and thankful that it hasn't and that we've had a lot of opportunities. So, so as, as you mentioned before, you worked with uh, Travis Weirich on your, uh, or Weirich, uh, I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce that again, but uh, mm-hmm. you worked with him on your first album um, and it was an award, uh, he's an award-winning producer that's worked with some bands like 10 Years, P.O.D. Um, mm-hmm. Was this a person that you guys sought out to work with or did things just kind of fall into place? What What's the story about how a band who puts out their very first album gets a chance to work with such a prolific individual in the music industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I was listening to the band The Letter Black and I saw a tweet that they had worked with Travis Weirich and I love their music. And so I kind of like, I looked him up on Facebook and then I Googled him and I found his information and I contacted him directly thinking that he was not going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. be a second thought. And then all of a sudden I get a call from him and I'm like, Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And I was not expecting that. And then um, he's like, can you come out in two weeks? I'm like, of course, <laughs> we'll be out there. <laughs> so I kind of dropped everything and went out there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, not, not very many stories where you, you contact somebody like that online and they uh, actually reach back out to you. So <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting that, but super thankful that that happened. <laughs> awesome. Well, I saw a quote on uh, your website. 
And uh, uh, it says, we're authentic people that just want to encourage others with our message. We're also a rock band and put on a great show. The music is addicting. It's catchy with a real message. So my question is, message is mentioned twice. You also mentioned it a few times in the show so far. Um, Can you elaborate on what your quote unquote message is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, our message would definitely be um, like, I I know I and um, well, everyone in the band, um, honestly, has struggled with anxiety and struggled with depression. And I know, you know, almost, I mean, Many people, I mean, probably everyone, if you really think about it, has struggled with that at some point in their life. And um, and so we just, you know, our message is we want to encourage others that you're not alone. Um, you know, you're not the only one that has, is um, dealing with that and just to encourage everyone that God loves them. And he sees what you're struggling with. He sees your pain you know, so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins. And he wants a relationship with you, just like a person wants a relationship. You know, you have relationship with people. God is real and God is personal. And, you know, he sees your pain. He loves you. And um, and he thinks that you are precious. And so we just want to encourage people. There's just so much um, so much pain out there and so much suicide. And it's just, it's, you know, we want to make a difference out there and we want people to know that we love you and that God loves you. Great. Well, the next song we're going to hear is called Fearless. You want to do the same thing as before? Kind of tell us what that song is about. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, um, actually the, my whole story about that is on YouTube. Um, if anyone wants to look that up, but it's just under, um, I think it says Jennifer Benson of Agnescent, my story. <laughs> but We can probably, but, um, we can probably link it in the show notes. I'll get the link from you afterwards and we'll get it. We'll get it put in the show notes as well. So people can easily access it. Okay, cool. Cool. But yeah, I, uh, two years ago I went through a custody battle and it was just insane. Um, like there were lies being spread about me and, um, my own lawyer didn't believe me and the GAL, which is the uh, guardian litem, which is the child attorney, uh, even, um, suggested or recommended to the judge that my daughter, um, not live with me anymore and that she lived with her dad. And so it was just crazy. Like everyone was just against me. And, um, and so I went to court and I decided to, um, fire my lawyer and my lawyer said, or, um, uh, well, cause the lawyer basically was just, didn't believe me and was believing all the lies and wasn't representing me. So, um, <laughs> sounds solid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, I just told the judge I wanted to fire him and the judge said, well, uh, Jennifer, you, um, you know, you can fire him, but you have five minutes to represent yourself and defend uh, yourself and your daughter. So basically I had five minutes. I went in the courtroom, uh, it was crazy. Uh, we, uh, or in this little room area and then we prayed and then I went out and like words were coming out of my mouth that, um, I just, you know, I, that I wouldn't know to say. And, um, so the, yeah, that day, uh, basically, against all odds, I and representing myself without a lawyer, I won 
and um, and got custody um, of my daughter. So it was That's just amazing. A, yeah, yeah, it was just a crazy, crazy thing, and you know, and I mentioned God again, but it's, <laughs> you know, he, he he literally saved me and um, and um, did a miracle in the courtroom that day. So it's just crazy, and that song uh, "Fearless" is um, about that whole experience, and um, it's also uh, co-written with uh, Samir Badakara of Flyleaf. Oh, and okay. To, yeah, yeah, and I'm a huge fan of Flyleaf, of course. So it was an <laughs> awesome experience to be able to co-write that song with him. Well, great. This is going to be Ignescent, Fearless. And after that day, there was no more fear, just peace, sweet peace. We can stand against giants I believe we can walk like lions They're telling me that you're dead But I know you're alive, you're alive
All right, everyone, welcome back. Uh, we're back with uh, uh, Jennifer of Ignescent, and we got just a few more moments here. Um, one of the uh, one of the most interesting things whenever I have bands on, uh, since I am a, I'm a lyricist above and beyond anything, is um, the writing process. So, if we were going to sit in on an Ignescent writing process, what would that look like? Okay, yeah. Um, well, sometimes, uh, like Joey will just come up with a guitar part and he'll, um, send it over like messenger or email it to us and we'll kind of listen to it and come up with some ideas. Um, or else a lot of times, um, he'll come up with a guitar part and at rehearsal, he'll just start playing it and, um, we'll just come up with some parts on the spot. Like I'll start to hear a melody and start to sing along to it. And, you know, uh, Ian will start playing bass and we'll, um, Chris, you know, same thing. He'll play some drum parts and, and Devin will think up, um, some, some uh, lead guitar parts on the spot and we'll just kind of start writing there. And then, um, after rehearsal, you know, we'll record it there, of course. And, um, after rehearsal, we'll just start, um, writing more on our own time and thinking of, you know, more parts and then coming together at the next rehearsal and um, just coming up, you know, and um, uh, or um, coming together and just um, sharing the parts that we thought of on our own time and then just putting it all together. So honestly, it's with the five of us, it's pretty quick. Um, so that's kind of how the whole process is put together. Well, it's always nice whenever you have a group of people that are, uh, I mean, even even if they're stylistically different, that they are at least on the same page with the writing process because mm -hmm. it's, um, sorry, I just had an email pop up, uh, it, it, but it's, it's, it's really hard whenever you are, have conflicting writing styles or conflicting ideas on where you want things to go, or maybe people that are just... Uh, stuck in their ways to the point where it, it's it's hard to work through an idea with them mm -hmm. um so i mean it's it's always nice working with people that are that are easy to work with that you just click really well yeah yeah definitely and we both love the same style like our um new songs are all going much heavier and more like gent so and we all love that style so yeah it's cool that we like have the same musical taste and everything yes yeah. I like to fluctuate between uh, between heavier, lighter. Obviously, you keep your own style, but it's it's always nice to be able to kind of jump back and forth between those two things, and it really gives uh, a, a lot of depth to the band in and of itself, and a lot of versatility with them. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. One of the other things that I'm always curious about is the music scenes across, you know, mainly across America, but I also deal with a lot of bands overseas. So the music scenes are always interesting. So you guys are based out of uh, Chicago, Illinois, if I'm correct. And uh, so, but you guys have also done touring, you know, throughout the Midwest. And I saw specifically and in, in throughout the Nashville area too. So kind of tell us a little bit about the music scene in Chicago. I mean, obviously coming up, you guys had to play a lot of, you know, local stuff in Chicago. I imagine you guys probably still do. And then get mm -hmm. out there and you've seen a lot of the other scenes and you guys have played in Nashville a little bit. So what's the music scene in, in Chicago like? And maybe in comparison to some of the other stuff you've seen in, in, or in Nashville since you've been down there a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, we love Chicago. Um, yeah, it's definitely pretty cool down here. I mean, there's a bunch of different places to play. Like we've played at the Cubby Bear. Um, we played at Home Bar, which is an awesome place in Arlington Heights. Um, we just played in, I think it was December at Rock House. And we opened for um, John Cooper's new band, um, John Cooper Skillet. So we played with Fight the Fury. Cool. Um, so that, yeah, that was awesome. It was finally a time that I could meet him. So I'm excited. I got to meet John Cooper <laughs> and I got to get pictures with him. So I was very excited about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that was really cool. And then uh, we've played at the Forge a lot. We love that place. Um, it's a really cool place. We've just played with Stitched Up Heart. And um, we played with uh, Gemini Syndrome there. I think it was last summer. And um, we also played with Fight the Fury there as well. Um, so that was a really cool experience. And, um, yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of good places. And then, um, actually, we just opened for Madel, that um, drummer. You know, she's incredible. And we played at um, Reggie's um, in Chicago. It was just Saturday night. Um, so that, there's a lot of, um, cool people coming through here and a lot of cool venues. And so, yeah, we definitely love it here. And then we play a lot in Wisconsin too. Um, so we love like the back bar and, um, we've played, um, with, um, letters from the fire there and, uh, just a bunch of different people, um, in the area and we're, uh, playing at Life Fest and Rock Fest in Wisconsin, and so we really like that area. It's a cool area. Yeah, the Midwest always seems to have um, a lot going on. It seems like it's a real, like a really healthy place to tour. I mean, it seems like like the East Coast is it's, it. It was kind of like that. It seems like it gets a little convoluted over there now. And I can mm-hmm. tell you, over here in the West, it's 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 hard to tour over here because there's yeah. just not there's just not a, markets that are close by one another. You play okay. one market and you kind of tap out a, a large swath of the area. You know what I mean? Whether it's a, really? if it's a big band, yeah, because you get everybody from around that area to come. Um, yeah. So you only have to play one show because people travel to it. And then if you're a small band, you could hit the smaller markets but then again i mean you're only pulling you know small because it's you know nobody knows who you are because you're a local band or a small regional band so um but yeah it's 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 a little bit difficult over here so it really seems like that midwest area is kind of uh kind of where it's at right now yeah yeah it's an awesome area love it and then indiana too of course there's a bunch of places to play and we just played a kingdom come festival and um Michigan too. There's a bunch of places. So yeah, it's, it's a cool area. Definitely. So the next section I have is kind of setups uh, for uh, shout outs and plugs. Uh, I've had people plug all kinds of crazy stuff, tattoo shops and stuff too. So um, mm-hmm. any type of uh, plugs or shout outs or thank you as anything. Also, if there's anything uh, that I didn't mention that you kind of had a, a note that you wanted to talk about, then uh, this is kind of uh, platform for you. This, this area is a hundred percent for you. So have at it. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll, we are definitely recording a brand new song, so I'm excited about that. It's called goodbye. So that should hopefully be out in July, um, August 11th. We're doing a music video. So hopefully that should be out end of August or September at the latest. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to check out all our social media sites under Ignescent Music. So on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
um, Snapchat as well. It's all under Ignescent Music. Um, we're playing Life Fest July 13th. We are playing uh, Rock Fest in Cadet, Wisconsin with like Skillet, Evanescence, um, all those bands. And we're playing that on July 19th. Um, our first set is at 7 p.m. So yeah, make sure to come check us out there. And then July 20th, we're playing at Shine Fest in Morse, Illinois. And um, we are also uh, playing with Soil at Dirty Nellies in Palatine on September 6th. So we're super excited about that show as well. And then uh, we're currently, we're still booking. I mean, there's a bunch of um, shows I'm sure that will be added and just um, you can check them out at www.ignescentmusic.com. And also we post all our shows on our Instagram page too. So um yeah, that's, that's it. We just, we're thankful for everyone um, and all your support and just thankful for you having us on the show. So, Hey, not a problem. Not a problem. I appreciate you guys coming on the show. So oh, no the last song we have here is called Overcome. And so we'll go ahead and close the show out with that. What, uh, what, tell, tell us a bit about what Overcome is about. Um, yeah, well, that's definitely about just overcoming um, obstacles in life. You know, we've all faced that. And, um, you know, even though maybe we don't feel like we can do it, um, it's just about um, going through the process and struggling through, um, even if you feel like you, you can't do it, and just um, overcoming those things in life that weigh you down. So, Great. This is going to be Ignescent Overcome.
right. I hope everybody enjoyed my interview with Jennifer uh, from Ignescent. It was great to have her on. Um, I really enjoyed the music. I really enjoy a, a I, well, I'm a big pop fan. And so anytime I have a chance to have somebody on that does incorporate the elements of pop into their music, I do like doing so. Um, it's also great because we have a lot of bands that are um, more secular, but it also is nice to give bands that are have uh, some kind of Christian background um, a chance to come on here and kind of talk about their message. And the one thing that I do really love about Christian bands, and it's been a common thread with all Christian bands that we've had on this show, is that they're typically trying to promote some kind of a positive message. And so, I mean, while I hold my own personal religious and spiritual views um, that don't necessarily coincide with um, uh, Judeo-Christian uh, belief systems, uh, I still do think that uh, letting a positive message, especially a positive message to youth and anybody who's troubled, is is important. And it's important to give those people a platform because they're trying to do good in the world. Um, you know, when I was going through a lot of my addiction, um, and recovery, I, you know, religion helped a lot of people get clean and sober. Um, and even though I, I also don't believe in, um, uh, AA programs and stuff, at least for myself, I, I, my common thing is that whatever you use to help better yourself, as long as you're not hurting other people, I don't really care what the program is. Just help yourself, you know, just get the help you need in order to make sure that, you know, the end result isn't suicide, that the end result isn't jail, prisons, death, institution. So it's really great to have somebody like that on the show. And I love giving people like that a platform. So thank you very much, Jennifer, for coming on and talking about the band, talking about the message that you guys have in your music. And, you know, keep on rocking because people need to hear good messages. Thank you guys all for stopping in and listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, if you guys want to support the show, there's a couple ways to do so. Uh, one, you can go to the Patreon link in the show notes, which uh, basically allows you to donate one time, or you can donate like a dollar per episode, and that just really helps kind of keep the lights on, keep things moving. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for over a year, and uh, it, it, it's it's a lot of work, and I really try to make sure that, that we bring you quality artists and people that that are, are uh, uh, you know, worthy of listening to. So um, please stop by, give the uh, donation if you guys want. Uh, if you if you don't have the cash on hand, I know we all buy off of Amazon. It's, it's, everybody does it. So it doesn't cost you anything extra. Stop down into the show notes and, uh, and click on my affiliate link. Go there, just conduct your shopping just how you normally do. And it gives me a little bit of a kickback. So you don't have to do nothing. Uh, you don't got to give any money. It doesn't come, it, nothing's added on to you. It's just something that uh, um, Amazon's willing to do uh, for me being an affiliate and promoting them. So I also have also one of those for uh, uh, eBay as well. So I got the eBay and the uh, Amazon link down there. It doesn't cost you a dime. If you want to support directly, you can go ahead and click on the uh, Patreon link, and like I said, we're only asking for about a dollar an episode, so uh, go ahead and please sign up and, and help us keep the lights on here. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. The five-star reviews are so important. They really are. It really helps other people 
find this show and it helps other people that have similar tastes so if somebody likes music podcasts or maybe they subscribe to two or three other music podcasts they will actually be able to see this show on uh trending or something related to them because of the uh, amount of five-star reviews and uh, uh ratings and the and the five-star reviews that we get so please 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 take a second go over there and, and give us a review you don't even gotta type anything just issue us a, a five-star rating and uh, we would very much appreciate it I've included uh, links to Ignescent's uh, music in the show notes. Also, the um, the story, uh, Jennifer's story, is going to be down there as well. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoisemakerPod. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at NoisemakerPod at gmail.com. And until next time, don't stop following your dreams. <laughs>